Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha Stefankiewicz, registered dietitian nutritionist. On our episode today, we are going to debunk three myths that you may have about body image. In our culture, so much of what's out there um, when it comes to body image is usually related to this idea of being thinner and ways that we limit ourselves in this quest to be thinner. So much of what we do in our decisions and how we think about ourselves are based on this like magical number that we've made up in our heads that we think we should weigh when we get on the scale and that somehow our life will be better when that happens. So today I wanted to debunk these things, these thoughts that you may be having because I wanted to kind of normalize first the idea that you have the thoughts because we live in a, a culture where thinness is idolized and it seems to be the gold standard in terms of like diet culture and society. And then also kind of talk through why these beliefs aren't accurate and then try to reframe it in a way so that it can help you get to a point that you feel empowered to take control of your health, wellness, and self-care goals. Now, before we start the episode, I'm going to try to get through this episode, but I'm actually dealing with COVID. I've had it for a couple of days, and I'm starting to feel a little bit better, but my goodness, I felt pretty bad there, and I've been vaccinated, and I've had both vaccinations, and I've had my booster, and I still feel, I still felt pretty terrible. So, um, you know, for those of you that believe in vaccines, I, it feels like it's helping me. So, um, anyway, I essentially, I'm, I'm trying to make this episode pretty quick because I can't talk a lot without being, um, without coughing a lot. So I just felt like I needed to tell you that because you can probably notice my voice is a little bit different and I'm probably going to cough a little bit more than I normally do. So bear with me. So, okay, so let's get into the first myth. First one is that somehow if you're thinner, then you're healthier. Many people judge the health of another individual, your friends, your family, based on appearance, namely weight. So think about somebody who has like lost a ton of weight and then all of a sudden they get this like um, card that all of a sudden everyone's like, what did you do? Blah, 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 everything. So somehow they've gotten to this place that it seems like they're healthier because they lost some weight, right? When we're in this culture of diet culture, thinness ends up being the thing that's judged. Everything is based on appearance. But thin, thinness does not equal health, right? Because weight alone is not an indicator of health. What is an indicator of health is the behaviors that you do on an everyday basis consistently. There is no way based on an outward appearance of someone, does it tell you what is happening inside their body, what is happening with their blood work, what is happening with their family history. There's no way to tell what their body composition is. So we've talked a lot about here about BMI, and BMI isn't a great indicator of health because it doesn't take into account your your percentage of body fat versus lean body mass. And so that can happen too with people that are on the thinner side or in a thinner body, right? 
there's no way to take into, considera into consideration how much muscle mass there is and how much fat mass there is. The other thing is that, you know, people who are in a thinner body can still feel those same ways and have the same diseases that people in a bigger body may have. So, you know, there is this idea that they might not have any energy and people of all body shapes and sizes may have an imbalance of hormones and may be at risk for heart disease and may have diabetes and may have high blood pressure and may have, you know, high cholesterol. So what you look like on the outside in terms of your body size doesn't always reflect what is happening on the inside. Sometimes I even feel like when people have a thin body, they may even be able to get off the hook for not doing some of the healthy behaviors like eating fruits and veggies and exercising, right? So no matter what the weight or the body size is of any of you, you can still have diseases related to past medical history related to the things that you eat, related to having a sedentary lifestyle. So when we talk about thinner equals healthier, I really want you to start reframing that and focusing on the behaviors. So not focusing on the shape or the appearance of the body, but really thinking of what the behaviors are that are going to be equal to or get you to a place that's healthy. And that's going to be things like making sure that you eat your whole grains and your veggies and fruit because that's going to be the things that's going to help reduce your disease risk. Making sure that you work out at least 30 minutes a day or 150 minutes a week. Again, that's going to be, and that has shown to be the thing that is going to be more an indicator of health than what your body size looks like. Making sure that you're not smoking making sure that you are eating, um, you know, making sure that you're sleeping and making sure that you are, you have an outlet for any of the stress that you might feel. And so these are kind of some of the indicators and some of the things that you can do to be healthy is taking care of yourself and, you know, not focusing on this idea of being thinner. Because again, when I talked about that person at the beginning that lost weight, right? You could have done that by doing a really low-calorie diet and not learning anything along the way. And then that doesn't even mean that it was a healthy thing to do. And so I just think it gets really tricky with this whole idea of, oh, this person is thin, so they must be healthy. Because then I feel like what happens is, is that then people look at them if they want to lose weight and then want to do the same things, even if those behaviors aren't even if they're not doing any behaviors that are considered healthy. So I just think it gets a little bit tricky. All right, so the goal here is to reframe what you were thinking um, in terms of thinness instead of thinness being an indicator of health, really looking at and reframing that thin does not equal healthy and that the emphasis and the focus is more on the behaviors that are going to get you to a place where you are taking care of yourself and having good self-care. The next myth we're going to talk about is that you feel like, or you're saying to yourself, is that you're too fat to exercise. And listen, I've done this one. So I'm very familiar with this. This need that you feel like, almost like 
I have to get a little bit more in shape before you start working out or before you go to the gym. Maybe you need to stretch more because you're so, you feel like you're so stiff as you've gotten older and you're less active than you used to be. <clears throat> I, you know, what ends up happening is, is I think that we have this belief that you're maybe too fat to exercise and then it hinders doing any physical activity and it actually becomes a barrier because you might be, you might feel too scared to do something. You might be embarrassed. You might be physically limited. You might have an injury that kind of gets in the way of feeling like you can do more. Um, it can be overwhelming and it can be really anxiety producing. I mean, if you're somebody who went to the gym all the time when you were in your 20s and now all of a sudden you can't do it, I mean, that that's really scary and it feels very stress inducing. If you're somebody who never had to go to the gym because that's just not what you did and then all of a sudden to be like in your 40s or 50s and like have to join the gym and, you know, and have someone teach you some of the exercises that you don't know, that can be really scary too. But I think it's a very common thought for women to think that. Um, but I think, you know, like anything, it's going to be much scarier when you're thinking about it, right? It's going to be a lot scarier than if, than if you actually do it. Um, you know, at the beginning, exercising may feel like it's hard because, you know, your body might be stiffer. You might have more injuries than you did before. You might not, you're probably not as active as you were in your twenties. So it may feel a little bit more uncomfortable at the beginning when you start exercising, but it's like anything that you do, the more you do it and the more consistent you are, it will get easier and it won't feel as uncomfortable as it does at the beginning. So it's just this idea that I think when we say that, that you're, you know, that you're too fat to exercise. Well, first of all, the answer here though is, is that you can't be too fat to exercise and again, I think it's something that we use as a crutch almost, at least I have, um, in order for me not to do something and to do physical activity because I'm scared because I don't want to be embarrassed or I don't want to have to modify whatever it is I'm doing. So again, it might not feel comfortable for you at the beginning. You may need to modify some of the exercises that you're doing, but it's more about the process of wanting to do it and committing to it and following through with it. And that's where you're going to get, that's where it's really going to help you is that you're making a commitment to yourself and you are committing to it and you're following through with it. And it doesn't have to be anything big. It can be as simple as going for a walk. And I want you to reframe the thought that instead of thinking, oh, I'm too fat, I can't exercise, reframing it about how that is going to make you feel and how you're going to benefit from it. And also reframing that starting slow is enough. It doesn't matter how fast you go or how long it takes you to get to where you want to be. It's just something that becomes simple for you and that is part of your everyday routine that you can continue to do. It might not even feel simple at the beginning. It might feel hard, but it's just a way that you're making yourself a priority and to debunk the thought that you have that you can't do it because the more you keep telling yourself that you can't do it, that you're too fat to exercise, the less you're going to do it. And it's just a belief. And you can challenge that belief. It doesn't mean that it's true. 
So what I would say is just to reframe it, think of it as something that is going to be beneficial to you. It's going to make you feel better. And that starting slow is enough because it is. And if you're, you know, worried about doing physical activity, perhaps talk to your PCP just to make sure that, um, that you're safe doing it, because certainly that's going to be something. And, you know, do something slow. Just start very slow. It can just be like a 10-minute walk. It counts. I think that's the other thing is we say like, oh, if it's not this long amount of time, then it doesn't count. But it does. So it's more about the process that you're doing it and that each time you go out and you do something in terms of exercise, it 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 kind of like it debunks it and it, and it reinforces that 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 thought was wrong, right? So it's just you're just you're you're trying to challenge that thought and that's by what exercising and even if you do it just 10 minutes a day, it's the process itself that's going to challenge the thought that you have. And then the third thing is the third myth. So we have so far we have which ones we have that you're thinner means that you're healthier, um, that you might be too fat to exercise. And then the last one, which I think probably most people feel, is that my life will change. <coughs> Excuse me, my life will change in some way once I'm skinnier or I weigh the amount that I have in my head that I think I should weigh. I think most women feel this way, that somehow their life is going to be so much better when they're skinnier. Or it can be whatever they have in their mind. It could be anything, but typically it tends to be weight. And women will say, oh, I feel so much more confident in myself when I'm skinnier. Oh, I'm going to be so much more comfortable in my skin when I'm skinnier. Oh, I'm going to be so much happier and able to manage my life better when I'm skinnier. People are going to like me more when I'm skinnier. I will have a better relationship or a job when I'm skinnier. Does any of that sound like you? So all of these things, I think what happens when we have this belief is that we think all these things are wrong with us and that it's because of our weight that something is wrong with us. And that once we're thinner or we achieve this like ideal standard, then all the pain is going to go away. And we blame all of life's problems on the weight rather than getting to the root, whatever it is that you're feeling. And so, sure, I think there might be some things that are better when you're skinnier, right? So for me to say, like, you know, you might feel better in your clothes if you're skinnier. Sure, that's probably, you know, something that is relevant. You may actually, you know, have more confidence in the way you look. And I think that's relevant too. But my concern is, is that I think sometimes we use our weight as this, as this way to not deal with some of the, some of the other stuff that's going on. So we look at stuff on the outside rather than looking at the wounds that we may carry on the inside. And regardless of what your body shape or size is, those wounds are still going to be there. No matter how thin or, or bigger body you are, unless you take the steps to heal those wounds, nothing's going to change that. You know, I, I think what also happens is, is this idea of being thin is somehow, I feel like it's in society, it's almost like somebody who has a thinner body is 
perceived as being more worthy and more able to be loved and more valued. And, and I think that's probably why it's an ideal for so many people. But for, you know, I've, I've met a lot of women in terms of weight loss and, you know, there might be people that feel like that there are some things that are better in their life, but ultimately what ends up happening is that, you know, losing the weight may make you feel a lot of things, but it, it, I don't know that it makes people feel more worthy, more able to be loved, more valued. What it really comes down to is taking a look inside and loving yourself. And that can be done at any shape that you are, and that can be done right now. And so instead of waiting to get to this place that you're going to love yourself or value yourself or trust yourself or have confidence in yourself, why can't you do that now? You don't have to wait to achieve those things because, you know, you're not going to get to a point that all all of a sudden magically you get to this weight that you desire and then you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I love myself more. And I can deal with the emotional shit that's getting in the way of my dreams now. Like that's probably not going to happen. And so it's not like all of a sudden you're just going to have this like light bulb go off that you're like, oh my God, I love me. I'm I'm so great. You're probably still going to have the same insecurity, the same discomfort, the same relationships, the same job problems that you're already having now. So being skinnier or thinner does not equal being happier. And again, like you can, everybody can have self-love and self-confidence at every size. You don't need to wait to to feel that way. You know, I was writing in, um, I had like a goal sheet that I have and I was writing down some of my goals and I realized that I was doing the same thing. Like I was like waiting for things that I could do. And then I was like, one day I was like, oh gosh, I can do this right now. But it had never occurred to me that I could start to, you know, with myself, it was more related to my physical health. And it never occurred to me that I could just like, make up my mind and decide to do that. I don't know what I thought I was waiting for. And I think this idea of being thin, it just controls so much of our life and so much of our thoughts related to our life. And we do so much waiting because we want to achieve this goal, but we never get to the root of really what's, what's happening. And then we never, and then it just like makes us never achieve our goals because we're like hiding out from the pain, right? Because we're not dealing with the the idea that we're not worthy enough or the idea that we're not good enough. So all that stuff is still going on inside no matter what your outside appearance looks like. And so I think that's kind of where where I would say to start reframing it and really looking into. Reframing, you know, stop thinking about what your number is on the scale and really start to focus on the behaviors, right? Because they're going to be the things that get you to the place of the goal that you want to achieve. I would also start thinking about and reframing about like, what do you love about yourself now? And, and, and just kind of start working on the inside stuff because that's what's going to help you get to a place of self-love and self-acceptance. And no matter how thin or bigger body you are, that this is going to be the most important thing. Because you don't want to get to this place that you cannot achieve or love yourself or feel confident enough until you get to this weight. Because what if you never get there? And then what happens? So I feel like it's this like vicious cycle of, 
you you want it so badly and you're holding off to get to do these things and to love yourself until you get to this ideal weight but then you're sabotaging yourself to actually getting there so what I would say is is that don't wait to start loving yourself don't wait to do some of the things that you really want to do until you're thinner start doing it now because that's what's going to get you and move you in the direction of what you're trying to achieve with your health wellness and self-care goals so stop putting off all the things that are going to make you feel better because you are so deserving and you're just so deserving of having all of these things now, no matter what your weight is. So that's all I really have to say about that. I hope that that helped, you know, just kind of debunk some of the things that we're talking about and that you are able to start taking some kind of control over your life and knowing that you are you don't have to wait to be the person that you want to be until you achieve the weight that you think that you need to achieve all of that and all of those fears and all of that things that you want it, it's like you can have all of that you can have you know loving yourself and and caring for yourself and feeling worthy enough can come in any shape or size that you are and so I would just remind you that it really you know whatever it is that you're waiting to do do now try to get there today because ultimately you know the work starts on the inside and so it's just taking that one step and knowing that Whatever you do today, the goal is to be comfortable in your own skin. And you can have that comfort in any weight that you are, as long as you're consistent and you make a point of working on it. You know, I think so much of us focus on the outside appearance and not the inside stuff. And I would say to focus, like, let's start thinking of these kind of things, because that's where the real work starts. That's where the hard part is. And so no matter whatever it is that your body looks like on the outside, the inside part is really going to matter because that's what's going to help shape the thoughts that you have about yourself and the things that you do in your everyday life. So thank you so much for listening today. I know I, I, know I don't sound as focused as I normally am, and I really appreciate that. So I hope that you guys have a great week and... I hope that the next time that I'm chatting with you, my voice sounds a little bit better. So stay safe out there and, you know, love yourself today. Take one thing that you can do and, you know, really think about what myth you're carrying around with you and try to debunk that in your own life so that you can move forward when it comes to your health, wellness, and self-care goals. Be kind to yourself and I'll see you next week. Oh my god, it was brutal.